Hello and welcome to another episode of Zing This. You got me, Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And as always, we're going to start off with some news. Yes. I'm going to say, you want to save the the DC stuff for last since that one sure. had a big trailer and everything <laughs> and, and you know, all that. Well, there was a poster released last week that mm-hmm. I kind of met. I, I saw it, but I did not get it in my notes and I completely forgot about it. Dark Tower had the first poster or poster image released and it was very cool because it showed like New York-esque skyline, but it was flipped. And obviously, if you look at the negative space, the white in it, it forms, the, I'm assuming, what's going to be the tower in the movie. So I'm excited to see really some more cool. yeah. some more stuff on that, hopefully very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and let us know if you guys have read the series. Just curious if you're excited and what you think about it. Awesome. Yes, definitely a great series. Uh, some other posters that got, I mean, or images that got released were, of course, the ones for Justice League. Mm-hmm. With little snippet clips, but we'll get to the big trailer they did. Yes. At the end. Big, there, big, big. There was also Spider-Man: Homecoming. Kind of was I. I feel they were competing with each other almost. <laughs> Who can release the best images? So they had um, three posters total of him with the Avengers Tower in the background and different one in the background and two of them. Then on one of them, he's actually on the tower, like hanging onto the A. So that was pretty cool. To see a little bit more of that. Oh, and the the sign, the street sign. Yes, and then we also got a better look, of course, at his, I guess, pre-Stark outfit. Possibly they they released an image of that. The, so that like was, the homemade costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that was very cool. It it still has the eye shutters on it though, which <laughs> I'm like, really, you put work into that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. All right, so. We'll get to the trailer at the end for Justice League. We'll, we'll I just, saw Beauty and the Beast and I loved it. Okay, just rip that Band-Aid off real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, quick um, review of it then. Um, I, I really did like it. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be a little bit more sinister at times than the original cartoon, which, I mean, obviously a cartoon is different than a movie. Um, and definitely, definitely noticed um, that they were trying to be a lot more up-to-date um, culturally mm-hmm. with some... some topics and some ideas um i guess trying to make it more trendy as far as what people of today would be okay with um and i i loved it i thought it was great and i'm looking forward to to seeing some more coming out in the future you know i had a thought on this after we had this discussion on the last podcast we were discussing that disney you know wanted to remake all their movies into live action eventually and i mean of course it would take time and i mean correct who knows they're going to truly be able to do all of it but here's the thing that interests me is you would say that this is not something like if you were, you know, you had a child and you wanted to introduce them to Beauty and the Beast, you'd probably show them the cartoon first, right? I would right? most definitely have them watch the cartoon first. But if they were like a teenager or a little bit older... Are you talking about whether I would still do it first or not? You'd probably, after they saw those ones, you'd probably introduce them to the live action. Oh, ones. right, right, yes. So see, it's a way for Disney to continue to grow, to for you to have several movies to grow up with. Then mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, I guess that's what they're going for. And it with. was so artsy, like the colors and the and the shots, and mm-hmm. it was very well done. And they added new songs too. Ooh. Um, there was new songs that are not in the original cartoon, and um, in the original cartoon, they don't really get too in depth with. Um, well, they don't really at all. Um, Belle's mother's mm-hmm. backstory. 
And they have backstory for Belle's mother in the movie, which was was neat for people that are fans of the original series. It was something new for them. I also heard that the witch or the person who puts the curse on the beast is a little bit more involved in this one. She is. So yes. that's that because I mean it's just kind of a mention thing. It's like oh yeah, she put a curse on him, whatever. Right. So. But no, you you actually see her several times throughout the movie. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So like I said, I think that that's a cool thing if they do them that way to where you have the cartoon is sort of when you're growing up you watch that. Then yeah. once you become like teenager, preteen, you know, somewhere in that area, you watch it then and then of course the cycle will repeat when you have your kids you do the same thing and and i did want to mention too really quick the casting for gaston was Mm -hmm. perfect like if if i could pick somebody to play his part it was it was very well done i thought the casting in this movie actually was was pretty decent lafoe was Mm -hmm. hilarious just his mannerisms and his his overall attitude was funny um i thought bell was decent she did she did a good job. So I I was happy overall with the movie, definitely. I don't know if you've seen it or not yet. One of my coworkers actually posted this to me was the Deadpool um version of the Gaston song. Oh my gosh, no. Yes. They I, I don't you I was about to say you can definitely look it up on YouTube, but there's a Deadpool version of the Gaston song and it's actually <laughs> really funny. I will definitely so be that, checking that out. So that was out. great that they posted that to me <laughs> that is to awesome. check out. Yes. Enough having having fun with just random chit chat on stuff. We love to talk. Exactly. <laughs> but on the premise of I mean on the topic of movies uh-huh. Did you see the Assassin's Creed movie? I have not. Well, you might not have to now. Oh, why is that? Because there might be a TV series coming out now. <laughs> and it's possible that it will be being done by Netflix. I'm going to point out right now because there's about to be about three or four more mentions of a said company. <laughs> you know, they really should pay us. <laughs> we are not in any way affiliated, sponsored, or have anything to do with Netflix at the moment. <laughs> So we, we just want be. we just wanted to point that out because yes. the following discussions will be very heavily right on certain things that Netflix is doing. Yes. So it's possible that's going to be on Netflix. So that would be interesting. I'm that hoping be, they I, might go for a little bit more Game of Thrones. What do you think? Game of Thronesy, maybe. Do you think they would start with Ezio and well, work their what way it, up? What, what if they could do it to where different episodes invo- revolve around different characters hmm. and just kind of just skip around? Yeah, they could. It would be interesting. There has to be some kind of consistent timeline for people not to get too confused. I think they could do it. It would just be like how they juggle characters in like Game of Thrones or, you know, um, Westworld or stuff like that, where they can juggle characters. Not spoiling anything for Westworld, but that obviously deals with multiple timelines all at once. So, Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, who knows? I mean... The movie apparently did not do the best, so hopefully maybe a TV series I still is better see suited. It sometime, I, I, just I know, to me, see it. Me, me too, but maybe a TV yeah. series would be better suited. Maybe. So okay. sticking with Netflix, mm-hmm. Death Note yes. trailer got released. I'm intrigued. I, There's not I, enough in the trailer yet to make a, a full opinion, but well, here's my question to you: since you're a bigger anime fan than me, mm-hmm. I, I know of Death Note, but I've never watched it. Maybe that's something we need to do before it comes out. But have you? Have you seen that much of Death Note? I've seen about half. Okay. Which I will go finish now because I know that there is the movie coming out. And maybe I'm before kinda... the movie comes out, we could have a discussion. <sighs> well, yeah. And I'm. On it. What I've seen so far, I'm kind of surprised that they could get that done in a movie. 
Who um, knows? <laughs> I mean, maybe this is just part one. It's possible. You're you're definitely right. Um, so I'm just kind of oh, and and um, uh, I think we should discuss for a few seconds uh, our show that we like about Seven Deadly Sins. There you go. Um, so they did release the four episode like we've talked about mm-hmm. before. Um, and I can't remember. Did you say that you think that's, it's a, a say in between, or did you say that it is, it is a, it is a, they're bridging if they, season one and two. Well, this is technically season two, but they're bridging the two arcs. It okay. seems like, okay. like they're, they're, this yeah, definitely see, is read, kind of, you've read the manga and I have not some so, of it, yeah. not, not completely. I didn't want to get too far ahead, but it seems like they kind of did this. To, I guess, see how much, how popular it was. Or just get something out right. there. Let people know, hey, we're working on stuff. Okay. So, I mean, it's And only... I'm okay with that. But when they released the four episodes, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's got some good stuff in it still. So, I mean, it definitely has some something to hold you over. But the it, it does set up for a huge next season. And huge. I did start Iron Fist, but I've only done three or four episodes. So. Well, let's get caught up on that before we discuss that too much. <laughs> Yeah. Sticking with Netflix, they released another trailer that I am really excited about. Mystery Science Theater 3000 is yeah. going to be coming back. It's going to be on Netflix. It's going to be coming out in April. I'm really excited. Felicia it has a day. I'm really excited for the cast. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. That um, that show for me when I was younger, and, and of course the movie. I, I love the movie. Right. Oh, they, yeah. They did such a phenomenal job, and I think that a lot of stuff now... I'm not pointing out anything, but if you've been on YouTube, I'm sure you know of, you know, certain channels that obviously take homage from that. Right. Of kind of the mockery of movies. I mean, it's not the most original thing in the world to do, but at the same time, it's still they did, funny. it was just so funny yeah. to do. And I'm just excited to get that back again and get all that snarky commentary on bad, 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 bad movies that you should never watch. Except for if you're doing it with two robots and, <laughs> and in that situation. So a final Netflix mention You've met, you mentioned in a previous episode the Knights of Sidonia, which was a Netflix exclusive yes. anime. Apparently, the they're, the people who worked on that, the studio that worked on that, is doing a Godzilla hmm. one, and they released like some images, but not of. I don't think I saw any of Godzilla, but that looks interesting. I do like Knights of Sidonia a lot. It's very interesting. So, can you just imagine that, but with Godzilla? <laughs> then yes. apparently, it's kind of cool. I so, can see that. So that, that's going to be cool, and I'm assuming that's going to be a Netflix... It might be Netflix involved. I didn't look into that too much, but... Right. But who knows? So that was that was definitely cool. Yeah. All right. I think it's time for us to discuss... We're definitely excited, a little bit more excited about now. Justice League. Yeah. I mean, that, forgetting that, of course, there is a Wonder Woman movie that still has to come out, but I think that the trailer is very promising, in my opinion. Yes. I... I, I I want this to do good. I, I know I, I bash too. on DC. And I, I didn't, want it to do good too. And I wanted I wanted to do good, and I mean, who knows? I mean, with the, the cast, the, the characters, Cyborg and Wonder Woman. My only complaint, I know some things other people have said. Cyborg is a little kind of smaller than he is in a lot right. of the renditions, but who's to say like he doesn't get upgrades at some point during yeah. it and gets a little bit more. Maybe they don't want to show everything. Yeah, I mean, that. It, and like I said, if that's the biggest complaint I have is, oh, Cyborg's a little tiny. I'm, I'm used to him being, you know, done where he's a little bit, right. you know, beefier and everything. But at the same time, he probably wouldn't look right beside them, especially Jason Momoa, because, I mean, he, 
He I looks love Barry aw- Allen. Jason Momoa looks <laughs> awesome as as Aquaman. They had oh, him in God. the armor and everything. They had him with the well. I guess it's not a try. I mean, it is still his trident, but it's got more than a, more than three spikes on it. So that was very cool. I, I love the quips that they had. So hopefully, they're trying to bring some fun to this with all yeah. the quipping. There was the there was Barry Allen talking to Bruce, and he goes, "So what's your superpower again?" <laughs> Rich, being rich. I'm rich. Yes, I'm rich. <laughs> and then there was the part where Jim Gordon was talking to Batman. He goes, "Oh, I see you're, you know, playing nice with some friends again." And Aquaman's like, "Dress up like a bat. I can dig it." <laughs> so I was like, "See, that's fun. That I, right. I like the quippiness. It's fun." I think that there's a time and place for quippiness, mm-hmm. and I think for comic book. Movies, certain ones especially, mm-hmm. it's okay. There's other movies I've watched that I'm not going to mention that I don't care for the amounts of quippiness that is in it. I'm sure it'll maybe come in a discussion later. But um, I think for this series, it's 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 okay to have it. All right. Well, we've read a graphic novel. Yes. And we've watched a movie. Yes. So I, I guess before we get into that, I'd like you guys to make the announcement now or at the end. Oh, we'll do it at the end. All right. Well, there, there, there's an announcement about this segment on the on the podcast, and we think you guys will be very guys and gals will be very excited about what we have to say about it. So, yeah. with that, I guess we're going to do the graphic novel first. Yes. What did we have everyone read, and what did we read that we're going to discuss? So, the graphic novel was Doctor Strange: The Oath, mm-hmm. um, and then of course the movie is Doctor Strange. Yes. <laughs> now, we're going to be discussing, of course, the oath first. I'm going to say it, it's it's a standalone. You you don't really have to know anything about Doctor Strange, what's going on in the Marvel Universe at the time, really, to pick this up and read it, which I really enjoyed. Because, right. I mean, before seeing the movie, I, I've, I've read stuff with Doctor Strange in it, but I've never really bought anything or gotten into anything that's just exclusively Doctor Strange. Okay. So, I have, but yeah. So when I got the oath, I was like, "Cool! I, I, you know, I want to read this. I know it's standalone." And I, we also bought the newer one that Jason Aaron's doing, but mm-hmm. that's something for another day. Yep. And I, I enjoyed that it was its standalone own comic. Like you don't, like I said, no, no, don't have to know what's going on. Just know that he can do magic, and it kind of gives sort of an origin story. It does. It gives enough of an origin story yeah, that enough exactly that if you're not familiar with it. Mm-hmm. You'd be, you know, it's just kind of a recap if you are familiar with it enough. And it's, uh, you know, enough of, hey, here's his origins real quick, just so you're aware. Because his origins kind of play a big role in certain parts of the graphic novel. Right. And I, I know that, that you said that you liked the part at the beginning of it. Yes, I absolutely love the way it starts. Without saying it word for word, um, you basically have two two heroes that are, you know, sitting in a waiting room at a doctor's office. And it's funny how they're just kind of, they're just chatting. They're talking to each other. And um, one of them is Iron Fist, yes. which I, I thought was a nice little touch that, that he was in there with a, he pulled what? his hamstring, wasn't yes, it? Yes, he has like a thing of ice on his knee and, I mean, on on his leg and he's talking about his hamstring and, and, and she's, I can't remember what her name is because she's like insignificant in my mind. But, um, she she basically is like joking around about how she got hit with mace and she's like not the old lady mace but like the medieval that, yeah, times yeah. mace 
<laughs> and it was just so quirky and just awesome. It was a nice way to break the ice on yes. what I think it kind of at times can be a very heavy story that it, yeah. that was followed up with. So yes. that that was nice, and of course, you and know, he comes. They come bursting in with um, Doctor. You know, Wong. Wong is carrying Doctor Strange, Strange, saying, "You know, my master's looks, been shot." Yes, and so, and they're like Iron Man and. Um, Iron and, Fist. Iron I, Fist. Sorry, excuse me. I'm sorry. Iron Fist and the other girl. They were just like, "Whoa, is that who I think it is?" So it was just, I love it. it was so great. they meet the night nurse, and we're yes. not going to go over this beat by beat. No. We just kind of need to establish, you know, the characters yeah. that are going to be being discussed. And there's three main ones for the good guys. Yes. And of course, they meet the night nurse who helps, you know, get the bullet out of him, get him patched up, and everything. And she's, since she's known for working on superheroes, superheroes, and yes. So that's that's definitely interesting. During that, he's using his astral form yes. to sort of not only he's <laughs> he's backseat surgeoning, right? While explaining, you know, sort of giving. Did a, you just make up a word? Yeah, probably. Okay. J- take take a whatever. <laughs> mark it down. Surgeoning. Surgeoning, yes. <laughs> so, surgeoning the act of. Doing surgery when you're actually not the surgeon. Yes. There you go. Def- yeah. I made a definition for it, too. Instead of back seat, he was astral seat. Surgeoning. Yes, surgeoning. So, and, and like I said, it, it gives kind of a brief recap of his origin, mm-hmm. which is cool. And Wong, it's pointed out, and I guess if, if you haven't read it yet, we're sorry. We're going to kind of talk about some spoiler stuff in this because it's... It's very essential to the story. Well, for us there's, to discuss. there's something wrong with Wong. Let's just say that. Okay. We don't have to say exactly there what. There is, is wrong something with him. seriously wrong right. with Wong that is pointed out. And that's, and so that's why Doctor Strange is in the position that he's in. Yes, and also at the same time, that's why the night nurse goes with the two of them because he's injured still from the from having been shot and she goes with him because Wong isn't in a complete condition to fight. Right. And she, she basically, you know, wants to go with them so she can kind of and have an adventure too. Yeah, of course. So she wants to be there on, uh, in the field nurse, so to speak. So I thought it was very cool how, how the magic I think worked very well. Mm And I mean, like I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm trying to get more up to date on strange, but I liked the way the magic worked. It was very woven in there into the story. And, and they bring up a, um, I think we need to discuss for a minute, how um, h- how was Doctor Strange able to be shot? Because he is this Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, he is at this, of course in the story, he is the Sorcerer Supreme at, in, at this point. In the point. graphic novel he is, and yes. we'll discuss the yes. movie later. But, um, so you're thinking, Singer, how... Is a normal person able to shoot a Sorcerer Supreme? How is that possible? Well, the gun that was used was actually Hitler's gun and contained a ton the of... Walther P-38. Yes, contained a ton of evil essence. Yeah. So it apparent, negative energy. So that that was a cool concept. And like I said, I'm not 100%. I'm, I'm starting to read more Doctor Strange, right. but... That's kind of cool how it was a mundane item for like anyone else to pick up, yeah. but to a sorcerer or to somebody of magic yeah. it's something that can affect them more because it had so much negative energy connotated with shield. it yeah yes. so that was that was definitely a cool touch with that i thought that was very cool so that that was definitely and he's of course the um the person who shoots him is brigand yes yes um and who was hired hired and i don't know if we want to reveal i don't think we should reveal 
who the bad guy is necessarily. Yeah, we'll we'll do, we'll have a quick little spoiler yeah. section. So the brigand is like this gun for hire, um, and he's a thief. But yeah. he um and he basically is hired by this unknown mysterious baddie mm-hmm. um to steal this elixir. Um, that Doctor Strange got in the hopes of helping Wong. Yes, after Wong informed him of his ailment, yes, he went and got this elixir from a god of another <laughs> dimension. Yes, and they were planning on using it to help right. Wong. But there's um, a complication to what this elixir can do, so that's why um, they didn't do it immediately. Yeah, and we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, but this elixir can do some stuff. Yeah, and um, when other people kind of find out what it can do that's why this mysterious person hires somebody to steal it from dr strange and then that's kind of where we get to the the middle of the comic book yes uh, well so i guess since we're here we're going to discuss like just some more stuff about like what how we you know what we read about it and then we're going to get into more spoiler things at the end of this Mm -hmm. so yeah you said that you're a little bit more familiar with actually reading dr strange prior to this how did you feel about this story? Did you feel it was something that's like, let's say someone is listening to this now, like, oh, I'm interested in this. You know, you being someone who's read some of it, me being someone who has not, how do you feel about, you know, just picking this up? Um, I was okay with it. Some of the other stuff I've read is more of his specific backstory. Mm-hmm. Like it is his origin story, yes. basically. Um, so this was nice for me because I've already read his origin story. So I liked the way that this kind of jumps right in. And like I said, it gives you a little bit of a beat of like the origin story, but it kind of goes right in and it's more of an individual um, adventure for Wong and Doctor Strange instead of, you know, just continuing on on his backstory, if that makes sense. Yes, it definitely does. So I like, for me, I liked it. But like I said, on the other spectrum, if you're new to Doctor Strange, then it's great too because it gives you enough... um, you know what I, I would even say for a new new reader, I would almost maybe start with something like this because you can read it and then if you're really interested in going into details about his backstory and you can get one of the other graphic yeah, you can novels get one of the, that goes into exactly. a, little, a little more depth yes. or you can, you know, go into possibly the current run on it, which right. is a pretty interesting on that. But we're not gonna we're not, right. we're not we're not here to discuss that one right now. Yeah, so I mean I think it's a good I think it's a good good starting point. Just real quick before we get into the to the spoiler section of it at the end, you know, discuss that artwork in I thought was really well done. It it vaguely kind of reminded me of more classic, mm-hmm. more like golden age. Yes. Gold, I mean, so, silver age. Yes. I mean, not completely, but kind of like an updated version of silver age I, comics. I agree so it's with you. it's it's yeah. definitely I I enjoyed the artwork from it. Yes. So it's definitely as we said, we can definitely recommend it. So you haven't read it yet definitely go out and do it if you're interested in hearing some more about it stay tuned but we're about we're warning you that the next portion will be spoiler heavy because we're going to discuss more of the plot the overall themes and stuff like that involving the characters and it's some pretty big spoilers coming up so you've been warned and spoiler section starts now all right so i'm just going to get this out there real quick wong has cancer Yes. A, a 
very brain tumor. Yeah, very vicious. They said too mm-hmm. that it's very very it's a very aggressive rare, aggressive, aggressive yeah. form. Yes. Yes, and the elixir he gets can cure anything. At first, he thinks it just can cure cancer. Yes, but, but it, it can actually cure any ailment that anybody has. So that's interesting because he just very needs a drop. Well, and and it brings up the whole god complex. Exactly. Uh, are you? Should you destroy this? Is this something you you should mass produce? And and being that he's a doctor, he's got that underlying Hippocratic, he, the well, Hippocratic he, oath. He's like. I'm sworn to protect and to heal people, so how can I not give this to every person? You know, so it's it's very hard for him because he wants to help his friend, but he also feels like he has a duty to, to help everybody. Yes, exactly. Um, another thing, and this is just kind of, I guess, it's never really stated in there to the best of my knowledge, but mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to kind of reference Star Trek real quick. I know, I think this is the first time we're referencing Star Trek on the podcast. Probably. So, <laughs> the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few is the quote that, you know, is normally said by Spock or, mm-hmm. you know, one of the characters on there in several of the movies, I remember, if I remember correctly. But that's the situation here. Yeah. Do the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few? Well, I mean, at this point, clearly he could do both. He could, but he it's... He could uh, but cure and help Wong, but it doesn't become that way exactly so i I thought it was very interesting when they finally got brigan Mm -hmm. and he's like oh you know my the the guy who sent me you know put a ton of magical charms on me i thought that was really cool that dr strange is sort of like okay whatever i'm just gonna go into your head then right and when he's in there you kind of almost find out who might be behind this because nightmare and dormammu appear Mm -hmm. but is it really them Right. Because Doctor Strange makes a statement to Dormammu about uh, another character saying his brother, you know, your brother, when it's actually Dormammu's sister, and he points out that Nightmare rides a black horse. So I thought that was a nice little way to get some characters in there that, you know, people who are familiar with Doctor Strange would be like, oh man, oh my gosh, are they behind this? But not, but and at, at the same time, and you'll hear Dormammu more in the movie one too. Yes, so that so that was a little cool little nod for I guess fans that have read it before. Like I'm aware of who those characters are, so that was kind of cool for me. But I right. wouldn't have known it from the cues there. Correct. So when he said that, I'm like, oh, it was a nice nod to existing fans. Exactly. Yes. So the main villain in this, we're we, we're in the spoiler territory, so we can discuss him. It's Nicodemus West. And. Why is that important for the origin of Stephen Strange? Well, he is one of the surgeons that when Strange... um, Now, in this graphic novel, Strange is racing a 63 Stingray. Mm -hmm. And when he crashes that and severely mangles his hands, um, Dr. West is one of the people that is responsible for trying to help him put himself back... Like, his hands back together. And he he feels he fails at it. Well, he he feels at first he he did the best that he could do, but um, clearly Doctor Strange considers him a moron, and you know he could have done it so Once much. Once again, arrogant. Yes. Character. I, I want to discuss this now, but I'm sure in the movie portion we're going to discuss mm-hmm. that more. So I'm just skipping right. the whole. Yeah. True, real, deep discussion on his origins now, but it's. I think pointing out his origins was an important part for the whole thing of the elixir that he had too. Right. Because to show that, you know, he probably would have just chosen certain things with the elixir 
prior to him becoming the Sorcerer Supreme, prior to him having all this responsibility. Now, remember, West is not working by himself. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, remember that Dr. West is not working alone. Mm -hmm. He's actually working for an organization called Timely. And he also is able to wield magical powers as yes. well because he went to the ancient one. Yes. He and, dabbled in the dark arts. Well, in, well, in, in the arts. In, in the arts. So he's also able to wield magic as well, but he tried to use it to heal people with in medicine and stuff like that, and right. that kind of backfired. So Yes, he had one patient that, and we won't, you, you can read it, but he had one patient that it went... Terribly wrong. <laughs> terribly wrong, so yes. So we're not going to discuss the final part of this or conclude with, you know, what choices Strange, Dr. Strange did make and how it ends. Because I think that we're going to leave that out for you as the fans, too. We just kind of wanted to set the story up for you. And, and discuss the themes that were yes. there. There's that um, amazing theme of the, like Zinger had mentioned earlier, of the whole save the... The, the needs of the many outweigh, outweigh the, the needs of the few. few. Right. So... Just, it's a really cool struggle that he has to go through, and and it all it goes all the way to pretty much the end of the comic when he finally makes a decision about something. Um, and it, like like and, we and said, it, he has many oaths that he's taken yes. too. So that's where the name comes from. He's taken many different oaths to protect on many different levels humanity. And and one thing I did like to mention that there there is a a fight. With Doctor West and Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. and um, I like that they bring in some of the, you know, some of the ancient uh, relics and stuff. Yes, and they have um, Sands of Nasanti. Yes, which will null and void magic for a certain amount of time. So it's kind of interesting the way how that he, he uses into the it fight. and it works it into the fight. So that was really neat too. I highly, I, I think it's really cool too. All right, so now yeah. that we're done with the read this portion, hopefully yes. you guys will let, like it like we've always Please say. Please check it out. It's great. Check it out. Let us know what you think of it, too. Yeah. If you're not into Doctor Strange, this is a great one to get. Yes. If you're, you know, not a fan of it afterward, or, you know, like, oh, I'm not interested in Doctor Strange, it's still a great story. Yeah, and like we said, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's on its own. So yes, you it's, can just it's, read it it's standalone. You don't have to be completely up to date on what's going on with Strange Correct. or anything like that. Just yep. know that he can do magic is basically what you have to know going <laughs> into it. Magic and the and the themes of saving a friend and, and all that Or good saving stuff. the world. Yes, exactly. So... Now we're going to get into watch this. So we decided to do this as a team up thing yes. with the read this of the oath and watch this of Doctor Strange. Now, are these similar? Yes. There are parts that are that, similar. They're similar, which yes. we will discuss quickly, but you don't have to read one to get the other or vice so, versa. It's just, it, it, it has parts that you'd be really like, oh, cool, or right. vice versa. And I'll take lead on this. Go for it. Um... So, of course, one big similarity is the, the origin. Yes, um, as, they, as they, the origin. They I mean, obviously hit on him, you know, arrogant person that has a God complex. Yes. Once again, we're having the themes of God complex here. Um, and he gets in a horrible car accident, just like the graphic novel. And is humbled by... Yeah. This whole thing because he can't. Well, he's he's angry first. He yeah. definitely has issues with blame. You know, he has the issues of blaming people, um, and the same thing. His hands are mangled, um, but this goes into more of how he becomes Doctor Strange versus 
jumping right into he's already the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the movie did a great job, and I'm Mm -hmm. just going to kind of discuss... I mean, if you want to watch it, definitely go to watch. I don't think we're going to discuss the entire plot in this. No. But I I know that... I mean, how how do you feel this holds up against the rest of the Marvel Universe as a movie? I mean, I love magic. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, even when I play video games, I prefer a mage. So magic stuff is holds dear to my heart so i'm happy to finally see some characters with magic now how do you think about? it worked in the in the universe i mean this is a universe that's been established with science with uh, yeah. technically i guess aliens and gods to an extent with right. thor and you know the Which chitauri is, and thanos well, and everything that goes on in guardians of the galaxy correct so and he seems to be the type of person that isn't aware of this stuff dr strange yes so um I don't know, like, how well it works with the rest of the universe. Well, I think Wong actually does a great explanation of it in the movie. He explains that, you know, the Avengers protect the Earth from, you know, physical threats. We protect it from magical ones. So they're both protecting the Earth, but they're working on different levels, if that makes any sense. Right. Is Because you don't really see them using magic to affect any non-magic wielders. Right, yeah. So usually... that's 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 kind of the thing. They're they're not very let's go out and, you know, mess with a ton of people who don't do magic. <laughs> so are we gonna say like if we have Doctor Strange versus Superman, Superman's gonna get his butt kicked? <laughs> so, just saying. Sorry. You're you're really challenging me right now not to have to go on a rant about <laughs> I the, the know. different I know. That's another that. day. I apologize. I I just I apologize. Okay, okay anyways. Um and <laughs> so there's um so he gets there and he starts learning stuff and he's like, holy crap, there's all this whole nother world I had no idea about. But he's desperate. But Keep in mind this guy's... at the same time, yeah. us as the viewers are also learning that there's this whole other dimension right. too. So I thought that, you know, as someone who's seen all You're the Marvel movies... the journey with him. Exactly. And yes. I thought they did a great job with that, that it's not just him taking a journey, it's us taking a journey into how magic will work in the right. Marvel universe. Yeah. So hats off to the writing or whoever was involved with doing it because I, I i took that away from it personally well and this is quippy this is definitely a quippy one. Oh yes they they have a lot of um yes like that conversation there's a conversation with wong and dr strange in the library that i just it cracks me up just their little back and forth it's it, yeah great. it's and I don't mind that in movies, oh, no, in, no, no, in no. comic it's, book movies. No. It works because yeah. it's it's fun. It's the character. They're, they're in a comic book movie. Well, and it I'm makes sorry. sense with his character. It does. Yes. And and um, so we're not going to get into too details about like everything else. But um, so if you're at all familiar with Doctor Strange, whether you've watched and read the movie, uh, read the <laughs> <laughs> read comics or watched read the, the movie. comics or watched the movie. Um, even if you're not very familiar with him, I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with his red cape, right? The cloak of levitation. Yes. So, so they have that in the movie, which, which that's was, very sentient. Yeah, yeah, and we sentient, and we sentient. won't. Um, like I said, we're not going to go beat for beat, but I just wanted to point out that the way he gets it in the movie is fantastic. I and, thought it was one of the best oh my portrayals of a character in the movie. It was great. <laughs> um, and then of course. Uh, you cannot not mention the eye of Agi, Agamotto. Um, well, before you get to that, yeah. I just wanted to mention a similarity between the oath and the movie. Mm-hmm. There is a scene where he is injured 
similarly to in the oath and while he he kind of passes out and she freaks out and he's able to come out in his astral form and kind right. of almost exactly the same as the oath kind of pop in yes. and backseat surgeoning. Yes, that is a similar scene from the different situation. Yes, but it, but it obviously inspired. it knew exactly what it took. It from. looks like they inspired that scene from the oath. And the yes. fight scene that happens during that, which I'm not going to talk right. really too much yeah. about that because that, that was actually a really cool way they did a, they, they did a fight scene on the astral plane. Right. So basically, there's some fights. Well, you, um, you were talking about the Eye of Agamotto. Well, yeah, I was just saying that is a, a he. It's like on a it's a brooch type thing. It's yeah. on a pendant. Well, it's something type. that if you're familiar with Doctor Strange, you he have uses seen it, this. He uses it in the oath, but it yes. works a little differently in the movie because, yes. drum roll, it's one of the Infinity Stones. Yes. The Time Stone. Yes. Which I thought that that was a great way because. Well, to kind of tie in. It, well, here's the, the thing. I feel like one of my issues with Civil War mm-hmm. was I felt like it was progressing. It did more to progress the overall universe's story as opposed to progressing a character story at times. Okay. This, I think, did enough to progress the universe in a way, but not have to take and pull you away from the storyline. Well, I too mean, much. that's the difference, though, between having a solo movie versus a team movie well exactly i mean so it's it's kind of but I'm, i see what you're saying though yeah. definitely yeah it, it it could have been more heavy-handed with that it could have really you know so there's um and and we'll move on but there's um so there's this battle for the world basically there are three there are three sanctums that basically the are, london yes the hong kong and the new york sanctum correct Sanctum Sanctorium, which (laughs) if you're familiar with Doctor Strange, you are aware of them. Right. It's basically his home base. So they have, um, you know, these sorcerers that are protecting the three sanctums. Mm -hmm. And so the main main battle at the end is, you know, there's some stuff going on at the sanctums. And this big baddie. Dormammu. Dormammu, which you will hear briefly in the oath. um, He is wanting to... Basically, you know, come and take our world because of Cassilius. I can because it's because it's it's Earth, and for some reason everybody it has, wants yeah, it. Yeah, everyone wants to take over yes. Earth. But there's but some, Cassilius is his little minion he has that he's guaranteed power to. Who and can, and I I don't know how much in depth you want to go with this, but and we might just leave it spoiler free for this part of it. But there is a big thing that you learn that is similar between the Ancient One, which is who trains mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. And, and she is also the Sorcerer Supreme at yeah, that moment. At, at that moment. And Cassilius. Yes. They share a similar... Um, Trait, theme, something power. Something that they did, exactly. <laughs> so um, that, that there is a big struggle theme later, um, ending portion of the movie to the end of... Like I said, I don't know how much you want to... If you want to leave that unspoiled... Um, and, and Dr. Strange has to make a choice. Is he going to stick to the laws of nature? Or break them. Or break them. Yes. Yes. So, um, there's a really cool, uh, very Dr. Strangey kind of mind 
trick thing that he does um, that I thought was great using <laughs> the eye. Agamotto. Exactly. So I don't know how, how in-depth do you want to go, Zinger, for that. I, I just, I, I think that that's good enough. I mean, okay. if someone hasn't seen it, I mean, you don't want to very talk about the ending Correct. too much. But um, I thought it was very well done. Yes, it, it is a very interesting twist. And if you like paradoxes, it's a fun little mind. Yes. Mind, um... Thing. Yeah, like when they go into the mirror world or well, mirror the, the mirror dimension's interesting because a lot of people have been like, oh, well, this is just um, Inception right. for Marvel. And it's like, it's similar in the sense of, yes, there's bending of reality, but it's done in a different way and they do a really interesting job with and it. And it's this where, is, well, it, they point out it's where a lot of sorcerers go to train. Exactly. Because it can affect... The real world. The real world. So I thought that was interesting. So that was interesting. The mm-hmm. whole thing where she opens his mind was really cool. I thought yeah. that was an awesome scene to see just how many worlds there are. And they do they do elaborate on the fact there is a multiverse. Mm-hmm. But they don't go really into that. So I'm right. kind of curious on what they mean by that. Is there multiple Doctor Stranges? Is there multiple <laughs> Thors? Right. You know, that's the thing that it doesn't really dive into in the movie. And sorry if that's a spoiler thing, but it's really... I guess in the movie, it's really not super important that there is a multiverse. It's just you understand that one exists, but you don't know what how it works. Right. I know that a few people I've I've have pointed out that you know this story is just the same as kind of Iron Man or you know stuff like that, to where it's someone who's arrogant, who you know has a ton of money and doesn't know and has to be humble. But I, I feel but, like Doctor Strange is more humble than Iron well, Man. Well, here's the interesting thing: a lot of the original character stories are like that. Yeah. Um, Thor is technically like that. If you read his original comics, is the same thing. He was an arrogant. Well, um, you get it from the movies too. Yeah, and, and I mean yeah. that's 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 the thing. They it's kind of that was a very easy character trope to do yes. back when they were creating the original ones. So of course right. it carries over to these. Do I mind it? No, it, it it works for each movie. I think on its own. So that's that's the thing. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I would definitely rank it in my more top of my Marvel list. I mean, Ant Man did a really good job, and they're doing a great job with these movies still. Mm-hmm. And they definitely set up for the next Marvel movie. They set up for Thor Ragnarok. Okay, uh, okay. I'm I'm just gonna say that there there there's a huge setup for that in here. So if you're not, oh, are you talking about the mid credit? All right, spoiler <laughs> alert and spoiler ahead. Uh-huh. It is pointed out that Thor comes to Strange at, mis- at some point in the Ragnarok story. So I'm assuming they're taking place around the same time. Yes. But an interesting thing is he is wearing the gloves. Yes, he is. He is wearing his classic yellow gloves. and I didn't see cheetah print on the end, though. I don't, I don't, it didn't have it high enough that's up. That's true, that's so, true. So, I mean, it could have still had cheetah print on the end of them. <laughs> that's true. But he comes to him basically, you know, trying to help him find Odin. So, I guess that that's going to be tackled in the Thor Ragnarok story. Right. So, we'll definitely get to see some Doctor Strange in that. Yes, so, please. And obviously, he's going to be involved in the Infinity War because he's wielding one of the... Right, one of the stones. One of the, the stones. The time stone. Yes. So, overall, I think that this was a phenomenal movie by marvel what what are your final thoughts on it i absolutely loved it um like i said i like to see more magic so it's great to and i think they did a great job with as i said earlier i'm trying i'm sorry i'm beating a dead horse with this it was done well and it was it it basically said yes it's existed the whole time but here's why you haven't really seen it and i love the flow 
of it. it. Yeah, it, yeah, it it flowed really well for me. There's some movies, and and I'm not, I don't like to dog things. So there's some some comic book movies recently that I've watched that really really dragged. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, holy crap! I've only been watching this for an hour or whatever the case may be. But this one, I just I enjoyed it the whole time. And when it was done, I was like, oh, is it done already? So I just I loved the timing and the flow of the movie. It was really well done. It had just enough of the origin story. So, of course, they had to always kind of insert that little love story with him and Christine, but which I don't think necessarily had to be in there. Um, but, of course, then you wouldn't have that fun little scene, you know, where she's patching people up and that sort of thing. So Yeah. So, overall, definitely, if you've seen other Marvel movies, see this one. Yes. If you haven't seen other Marvel movies, you can probably, once again, watch this one on its own and be fine. I agree. Because it, it is very self-contained yep. to an extent. There is stuff that kind of broadens it out a little well, there's, bit. There's comments, comments that are made throughout the movie yes. that if you've seen other stuff, you're enjoyed. You know, it's enjoyable because you're like, oh, I know what they're talking about. Bingo. But if you haven't then it's perfectly fine, too. All right. I guess it's time for the announcement. Okay. And I, I, with a very heavy heart, am saying that this is the last read this that we are doing as a weekly thing. We have discussed it and decided that we're going to do the read this now. Were you trying to be dramatic? Yes. Uh, we're going to do the read this now as a separate extra podcast, like the Star Wars episodes. Can I say why? Yes. Actually, I was going to get into that, but if you want to, go for it. Um, we just feel like when every time we talk about comic books, it's turned into it's a, read a read this. this. And it's not, um, it's not fair to all the comic book fans out there and all the fun, interesting things that we can talk about comic books. Like more weird stuff in comics. Yeah, we're when, working on a, we're, we're working on a part two of that. And trust me, oh man. Yeah. And when we're limited to just doing read this, which we don't mind doing. Oh, I love doing them, but so I, we just figure not everybody maybe want to do it. So that's the other thing is yeah. we're going to make the read this something that's probably going to be at the end of every month. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to have it to be at the end of, of the month, so last week or two of the month, we'll have a read this pop up. The other reason we want to do that is that freezes up to do maybe possibly more interviews with creators and artists and stuff like that. Yes. Um. So that frees us up for that. It also frees us up for the weekly stuff, as Ellie did state, to do more broader topics from time to time. Mm-hmm. Another very important thing that f- having it be its own thing is if you've listened to our Star Wars episodes... Our Star Wars episodes are discussing the Star Wars movies, and that's all we do. There's no right. new stuff. There's no stuff like that. We just straight discuss the topic yeah. at hand. We love doing the new stuff, but the new stuff can sometimes take, what, tw- 15 to 20 minutes sometimes? Right. If, if it's a heavy week of us discussing news topics or if I have some theory or if you want to discuss something. Yes. If you want to be able to just tune in just for us discussing a graphic novel, we want to be able to have you be able to tune in just, do that. just for that discussion. Yep. You don't have to wade through us talking about what's going on right now in comic and nerd and whatever stuff like that. You can just tune in and we will we start the discussion right into Like Star that. Wars. Exactly. Yes. So that's why we wanted to do this. It's something for you guys. It's something for us. So hopefully, like, like I said, we will be announcing our next one very shortly. So look forward to that, and like I said, hopefully you know you'll you guys are enjoying this stuff because we love discussing these comics and discussing the graphic novels. Yes, and trust me, 
There's plenty that we have in our collection, and there's plenty that we can get. <laughs> so if there's any you want us to try out, do let us know, and we'll see if oh, we yeah. can definitely fit them in. I would love to take suggestions. So, and, and also on movies, too. I mean, we're yes. doing the Star Wars one right now, so, I mean, obviously you've got that. But if there's a movie you want us to discuss, that we can do on our weekly episode now. Or, or again, like we did a combo. We mm-hmm. did the read and yes. the watch. You know, there's other comic books that obviously inspired have had either movies or TV shows. Exactly. Um, you know, we could do a combo where we kind of discuss both. Um, so just let us know what you'd be interested in. We'd love to hear it. If you have a suggestion, what would be some of the best places to leave said suggestion? Well, you could tweet us. At Zingness. Email. Sorry. You could email us. Zingness at gmail.com. And if you want to become a fan of ours, you can also join our Facebook page as well. Zingness. And what? some of the best ways to listen to us are... Uh, SoundCloud, Zingness. You can also listen to us on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate that. And that helps out the podcast more than you'll ever know. One, two, three, four, five. Stars. We're on Stitcher. And we're also on Tuned In yep. and Google Play. So you can check us out on those as well. If um, Apple products aren't your thing, you yeah. can find us on Instagram at Zingness Podcast. You can find us playing some games on twitch.tv slash Zingness. And if you want to help contribute to the podcast, you can always go to patreon.com slash Zingness. And as always, I've been Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And DJ Golden Boy 89 play us out. <laughs>